I think we got to understand that these dogs want to work for us. They have a trait, I, we call it biddability. It's a willingness to please. That difference between firm and hard, we need to understand when, how, and how much for correction and praise. And that's a, that's a, that's the hard part about that answer is it changes and varies with every person and every dog, every correction or every opportunity to praise. There's no set. There's no like, there's no like cruise control for it. There's no, this is how much. Go to a youth basketball tournament and watch the next team waiting in the hallway or in the corner of the gym. All they do is stand there and spin basketballs. And the ref gets pissed because the one kid spun it and it fell off his finger and went into the court. So those kids are moving all over the place trying to figure out how to get underneath that ball. But if you really want to see good basketball spinning on your fingers, go watch the varsity team waiting for the JV team to be done and they're in the hallway waiting to do warm-ups. Because they're all just going like this, spinning that ball on the fingers. And none of them are standing still, they're all moving, because if you stand still, the ball falls down. But the micro adjustments are, is the same when it comes to correction. So today, so Boone is a great example. Boone got some pretty firm corrections on Saturday morning for me. He got one or two. And then all of a sudden, Boone responded really well and got really light corrections that I'm gonna call tens. Because when those corrections happened, Boone responded the way I asked. And by the end of the weekend, I mean, I, the, the serpentine thing was really good. They were really light corrections. They, were, they changed them. So, but there were also some times when we retrieved in the afternoon and he lunged out and I had to put a pretty firm correction. There was picture time on Sunday morning. Todd had to put a pretty good correction or two on him. So the answer is never the same. There's no flat line when it comes to it. So what does that tell us? Better stay on your toes. Because if you just think, this is how hard I need to pull, you're wrong. And your dog won't, most of the time, I think, I'm not, I'm not big on huge corrections, but you'll watch one video that I have on YouTube and you'll read all the comments about it, how I'm, call the Humane Society on me. Like literally, they're gonna do that. And I go, you watched a video for seven minutes on YouTube out of a workshop, which is seven minutes of my life with dogs and have already figured out that I'm an abusive trainer and you need to call the Humane Society. And the person that, and if you watch the video, you'll watch, the guy's name is Kyle Middleton. His wife's name is Cassie. They're great people. They had this dog named Prime who was a pretty tough, pretty high energy, like a lot of goal in that dog and drag, dragged people around and the first day I had, I must have been with him early in on, it was like the heel, that was, it would have been Saturday morning. I took that dog and I said, you mind if I handle him? He said, please do. And I gave it a real nice firm correction. And it went, Yeep! And it literally wagged its tail out of it. And he came by me and he just, 
and he healed. And I gave him three, I watched the video a lot of times because it's one that keeps popping up in my notifications. You have a comment on it, you have a comment on it, you have a comment on it. I'd say about 70% of them are, this was fantastic. About 30% of them are, we're calling the Humane Society. I got tired of it and I got, and I, this is a personal thing, but I had to realize, look, I used to put so much energy into responding to those. I have to realize I'm not here for everybody. Not everybody is interested in this training, and that's okay. But the 70% that loved it, I helped. So that's how I kind of justify things in my head. But I was like, man, I got to watch this video because the way I'm reading these comments, what did I do? You know, Jim, I don't think I'm that bad of a guy. But I watched that video again and I went, my God. The second correction, third correction, and fourth correction were so light that I barely had to make it, and the dog responded like beautifully. And I went there. That justifies it to me. That's why I did the one correction. And was I too, was I too strong on that one? Maybe. I might have been. I could have got away maybe with a little bit less. But I'll tell you right now, it wasn't so much to hurt the dog. The dog was startled. Because that dog had never been corrected so firm in its life that it actually changed its behavior. So he decided, it's that kid that never gets corrected and is constantly bribed. And then finally he comes by Uncle Jared and Uncle Jared doesn't give the candy away and says, sit down Lillian, go to sleep. <laughs> That's what happened. And so I think it's really important that we understand that. So over the weekend, we're going to have a lot of that. We're going to have, we're going to have these moments and we're going to figure out that the understand, we're going to have to start to understand that we have to find where it is. And the hard part about it is where it is right now won't be the same spot next time or next time or next time. So it's a moving target. I think we got to understand that these dogs want to work for us. They have a, they have a trait, I, we call it biddability. It's a willingness to please. What we need to do is figure out how to get them to understand what we're looking for.